Okay. Okay, and we're back. Okay. <laughs> and, and action. <laughs> Rolling. Speed. Click. Marker. That was an out of order. That was Actually, no. This is the clapping. I don't remember. That's the Spirit, episode 90-something, take, take five. Take four. Wow, guys, it's been a long night. We're into hour six of trying to get this one hour in. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we had to do multiple takes. I I have thought yeah, about it. I have too. And like if we lost the file. Yeah, that's going to happen now that, that we say it. I think that what would happen would, we would just be like, I guess well, it's that done. episode is lost. And yeah, we'll be back. It next was fun week. hanging yeah. out with you, friend. <laughs> like fun leave. having a regular conversation, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I've missed you all. Oh, she's so back. Much. She was on a special Vicom. I was on Crip, Crib, and it was so tiring. Let me tell you, Ooh. vacations take a lot of work. Sure. Vacations take a lot of work, especially when y- what you d- want to do is mm-hmm. go to a place surrounded with ocean and beach, mm-hmm. but all you want to do is go on the historical walking tours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does sound like you did a wild amount of walking. I went into so many old salt box houses, let me tell you. Ooh, I have another phrase that I can tell you. Tell me. I was... Listeners, I was texting Robin last night all the phrases and origins of them that I so learned. So fascinating. Salt boxes have a slanted roof. Okay. Because they're fashioned after a little salt box, which is like a tin thing that was kept near uh, a hearth, and then the salt was just kept in it. Oh, okay. Um, I think it might have been covered for the same reason that like tallow candles were, because animals could get in and eat them. Yeah. I would imagine they would probably, like, maybe get sticky salt crystals? Probably something. I don't know. It's the same thing as, like, a salt pig or a salt cellar. Um, But little salt box houses are shaped the same way. And uh, when it was warm atop the roofs, cats and dogs would go and lay on them. And then when it rained, (gasps) they'd slide. That's why it's raining wow. cats and dogs. That's great. They just slide right I love off. Love it. They go oh, to sleep and they like slide right cat, off. Just like still asleep, mm-hmm. just slip sliding right off. Love it. Wow, that's a really good one. There's a lot of good ones. I also found the origin of trench mouth, Oof. which is really God. bad. Is it anything like trench foot? Well, uh, in a way, trench foot is like what. Soldiers would get, yeah? Yeah, it's like when you get um, waterlogged. Yeah, it's that's a different kind of trench. Okay. A trench was, I think I told you that children weren't allowed to eat off plates at all. Children were allowed to eat from one uh, rectangular wooden bowl called a trench. Oh, no. Like a trough? Yeah. Uh-oh. The trench. And all the kids ate out of it, and it was mutton and porridge, so you know it was gross. Ugh, just so sloppy. Yep. Uh, and, of course, chewy, because mutton is old sheep. Ew, ew, yeah, you told me. Yep. And um, so they didn't sanitize it, and it was made out of wood. Ugh. So bacteria would grow, and then the children would get something called trench mouth. Ew, what kind of bacteria? Well, I don't know. They didn't know Ugh, either. I don't want to know. They didn't know at all. Oh, it's so <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, and then also soldiers would get it because they would eat out of their helmets sometimes. Ew, fuck. Yeah. 
Life is you tough. Gotta clean your stuff. Life is really hard. You know, it's one really fun thing that what? I learned. So, men were the only ones allowed to eat off of pewter. Okay. Because they're like, we are we the men. Luxury. We love luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, pewter can poison you, right? Does poison you? Yeah. You can get lead poisoning from it, especially if you're eating an acidic food on it. Yeah, you dumb fucks. Yeah, you fucking dumb men. Um, the olden people thought the tomatoes were could kill you. You fucking imbeciles. Because they'd put tomatoes on the pewter, and then the men would get sick, and they'd be like, tomatoes, p- tomatoes kill. <laughs> wow, you're missing out on one of life's greatest joys, a mm-hmm. red tomato. Oh, man. Put some salt on there? Ooh, that's a treat. I'll eat a tomato like an apple, I'll tell you. Oh, in the manner of tell you. any fruit. Oh. Yum. Oh. Delish. Oh. So, yeah, as you can see, wow. I spent my time in Cape Cod. I didn't learn shit. Just literally... Uh, learning about the horrors of the 1600s. Oh, boy. Also learning about all the things that the, the king taxed you on. Like what? Tallow? Everything. Light. Well, sure, there's only so much. Light. So if you had, like, any window that had light coming in, he taxed you on the light. What? Yeah. That's why some of them would white out the glass. So, so that, like, blend in. no light would come in. So, like, technically, yeah, you had a window, but, like, you weren't taxed on the light. Uh, any metal at all. Well, okay. So that's why, that like... kind of makes a little more sense. For, yeah, at least it comes over in a boat and isn't just, like, light from the resource, sun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why a lot of times when things broke, you'd take all the nails out of them and then reuse them because you were taxed oh, on those. Okay. And then when they were no good anymore, you'd put them in the door. And that's why... A doornail. That is a doornail. Wow. Yeah, this nail is dead. Putting oh it off. Mm-hmm. Also, you know in really old houses from like that time, how stairs are like super tall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really they were steep. taxed on the number of stairs. Huh. Also, it was illegal to have closets. Oh. Look. Mm-hmm. I think the reason taxed why on I the agree number of doors are different than probably the actual reason. My reason is people that it's scary. can hide, yeah. Uh, taxed on all the wood. So mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. had a, a tree fall on your property, gotta get rid of it. No, you gotta you gotta go announce that it it fell naturally. Get a deed, some kind of writ that says so. Uh huh. And then you can use it. And that's why windfall. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, it's wow. a windfall, baby. Oh my God. Uh, but then, if you, you if you used you it, or did so, did no, I heard them out loud. Okay. <laughs> I heard them all out loud, and I've committed them into the steel trap of my mind. Is this the man that said corn should? What did he say? About oh corn? no, the American flag should be a, a corn. Uh-huh. Different man. I did okay. listen to him his sermon for like an yeah. hour and a half in that. That's your man in that corn mill. Uh, no, I just I just remember all this stuff. Oh yeah, but if you didn't, if you didn't get the deed and the writ, and they came and they saw that you used some wood that mm-hmm. you weren't taxed on, immediately hanged. <gasps> immediately, what? the kingsman would immediately hang you for using a tree that wasn't yours. It's a king's tree. That that's got to be one of the crazier laws, surely. Mm-hmm. Right? It's. I feel like there's so many other worse things it's one could do. Not surprising that we had. Revolution. Well, sure. Yeah. Ooh, I finished the season of The Handmaid's Tale. I did too. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I think I was texting you when, like, after I watched the final episode, and I was like, 
This season had its weird problems. Mm-hmm. However, yep. I do think it was redeemed by that last episode. I did really like it. And, and once again, I, even when I'm like, this is dumb. This is like getting to a point where it's unrealistic, which is like yeah. already so stupid to like think because it's like, yeah, well, whatever. It's a, you're here. It's like, here si- yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no matter what, I cry every time. Every time. I know. I watched like the whole season this weekend and I was like, oh my, oh my God. God. I just uh, gotta say, actresses, they're gonna change the world. There. I said it. I want to say, and I know she's not on this show, but Nicole Kidman is a fucking world-class actress. Holy shit. Are you excited for this movie that the trailer came out this past weekend? Oh, wait. What movie? Oh, my God, dude. Bombshell. I haven't seen the trailer. With Margot Robbie and Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman. Oh, boy. It's about, like, Fox News. Oh, but okay. I saw a photo of Charlize as Megyn Kelly, but I didn't realize that's what the it was. The trailer. I'm just like, take Whoa. my money, take it. Uh, I can't wait. I did hear. We both heard that um, Ready or Not, which is out in theaters, is supposed yeah. to be good. Mm-hmm. And then also an extended director's cut of Midsummer <gasps> coming out. Wow! In theaters. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very. I haven't been to the movie since Midsummer, and I'm really excited to go. I think we should go see Scary Stories on Thursday. We got to. Um, We got to. We got to. GDT? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on. Yeah, we got to. It's going to be so spooky. Maybe you have to stop. I was just about to tell Ramen. We were talking about making dioramas because it's yep. it's crafting season. It's the fall. Oh boy, is it! And I got my September issue of Martha Stewart Living, and guess what? Ooh. I think that this harvest is going to be the best one yet. The harvest of crafts. The harvest of crafts. And you know, checking in at Michael's the other day, I gotta say they're ready for us. Oh my god, they're so. Ready I went to for a Christmas us. tree shop up in Cape Cod, uh-huh. and that's where you know they're good too. Mm-hmm. I think they may have originated there because the Christmas barn. Boy, oh fucking boy. Guys, it it's if only I had had my Halloween Jeez, party like yeah. a a week later in July. Cause as soon as it was over, all the Halloween stuff I know. hit the show. No, literally I was at Michael's and I was yeah. like, Well, there it is, I yeah. guess. There's all the stuff. Yep. Um, I think I'll just have to have a Halloween birthday party every year. Oh yeah. That's yeah. probably that's actually makes the most sense. Yeah. Because like the really good stuff is gonna be out. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure all the Target Halloween stuff was already out by then. Oh, man, yeah. All the TJ Maxx Halloween, Mm -hmm. uh, just, like, dishcloths, they're out there. Sure. That's what you want at a birthday party. That's all you want, really. A dishcloth. That's all anybody wants. Um, Yeah, so we're crafting and... Oh, Christmas party. Yeah. Oh, no, we're we're talking about dioramas. Yeah, yeah. And we're making some for Dungeons and Draggies. That's right. And I remembered that my favorite Tommy and my favorite uh, toy growing up was a plank of wood, a, a large slab of wood with some rocks hot glued to it. Oh yeah. And the reason was that it was the it was the setting for our dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And what a versatile setting too. A really, there was one section that was just tiny stones in a circle. Uh huh. And that could have been anything. Every time oh, it was yeah. something different fight pit it was a fight pit it was uh like a fire was in there Mm -hmm. it was so many times a nest and then if you get eggs a little eggs if you You get rocks a little bigger you put them in they're eggs those are eggs that's eggs that's the babies um yeah we were saying that we should 
in on the list that I received of little miniatures to try and look for, um, corn was mentioned, but then it was immediately determined that for some reason mini corn, like fake mini corn, is outrageously expensive. Yeah, it's Why? because it's so detailed. I and guess. also, everyone wants it. Everybody's <laughs> clamoring for it. You know? Wait, I, I mean, can read you the thing that I got about it. Supply and demand. Uh, there's not enough supply. Well, That's no. simply, simply why. Somebody's got to be making them. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Corn for Steph. <laughs> Duh. Never mind. It's insanely expensive. <laughs> you know so, what I'll do? Oh, my God. You know what we should do? What? Get Sculpey and we'll make horns. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Same with, like, doing the little texture of, like, bricks and stuff. Yeah. I think that we can just get Sculpey and kind of do that ourselves. Also, things like dirt, sand, free. Those are free Those outside. Those are basically for free. Those are free outside at any time. Grass. Um, found object work. Mm-hmm. It's all you got to do. I think I am going to I'm gonna pick up little baby trees and little mini moss to glue onto things at Michael's. That's nice. That's nice. Maybe, That's uh, really maybe nice. this weekend we can go to Michael's. Yeah, it's we should also look through weekend. old clothing and see if there's anything textile that we can use. That's fun. Yeah. I have one million t-shirts that we can use for whatever we want. Sure. Yeah, same. <laughs> we need Definitely. a t-shirt landscape. Sure. We got it covered. Roll it out. Definitely. It's all yours. Yeah. Here's the taking. Ooh-wee. I simply don't remember which of us. Oh, I think you went first because either. you had a really intense thing, and then I was like, well, I have a Oh, I did thing. torture devices. Yes. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Oh, you did I did Tunguska. Yep. Wow, that was a killer back-to-back. Yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was one of our, our greatest hits. That was a really good one. Definitely. Um, okay, well, I have a kind of fun one again this time. Great. Also, this podcast so. is brought to you by... The most beautiful wine I've ever seen. Cote de Roses. Uh, Gerard Bertrand's Cote de Roses. God, I would do anything for it to be Gerard Butler's. Uh, oh, man, Gerard Butler. Speaking of which... You know that I watched Phantom of the Opera movie and cried this past week because I was so tired. <laughs> so fucking tired. Just another week. Just yeah. another week for you. Wishing you were somehow here again gets me every time. I've never seen it or heard any of the music except that one from the tree. Sing video. for Sing me. Sing for me, my angel. My angel. Sing you would laugh so hard because angel of music is like <laughs> repeated so many times. Also, a thematic piece of music is like uh like i am your angel of music something like that it's really weird also it's like not really explained how or what the angel of music is like how did it start who really is that i mean is it the phantom is it christine is it music itself I get the sense that because... Oops, oh, no. Sorry, what you're hearing is my probiotics. There they um, go. Uh, I get the sense that because She's they're taking both probiotics opera singers, just with wine, yeah, by the way, everyone. Sorry. That's how um, you do it. Because they're opera singers, they're like... <laughs> no, what I'm going to say is going to sound mean. No, do um, it. No, I think that their their worlds are so music-centric that they're like... Mm. Everything is seen through the lens of being a singer. So it's like, why can't he just be her angel? He's in her the, angel of in music. the show. I think he's teaching. He's giving her voice lessons. Mm. Okay, that makes which more is sense. also insane because it's like a phantom person giving you voice lessons that you can't see or hear. Also, isn't or she like, already in the opera? Yeah, but she's a chorus girl. Oh, okay. 
look, and then they're like, this would all make a lot more sense girl. to me if I had ever seen it. But let's let's go see Phantom. Let's go see Phantom of the Opera. Oh yeah, baby! <laughs> it's been on Broadway for fucking. I ever. would do a thing where we'd go like wear like fucking weird silk dresses and like fancy stuff. I'm wearing a half face mask if we go to Phantom of the Opera. You gotta wear a half mask. I think it's one of the only. Sh- I think it's the only show that's had like ten thousand shows. Long, long, long gloves. Many pearls. Oh, yeah. Maybe even too many pearls. I'm dressing up as the magic flute. The flute from the magic flute. Oh, yeah. I love that little guy. Yeah. I almost learned this week how to do this. She's doing a whistle through her fingies. (laughs) I can't do it either. Wait, shit. Let me try this hand. Hold on. Nope. This is him. What's the secret? really close there it is yeah I had it this weekend I had it down what's the secret <laughs> fuck okay you I'm did do it though you, 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 you did do I it I had it like whoop this you're gonna hyperventilate if you continue though okay <laughs> you know what not it is not good podcast content but yeah you um, want it too badly I know yeah. I know. Anyway. Um, Do it. Just surprise yourself with it, and it'll be, you'll be so relaxed and fine. It'll come out perfect. Yeah, that's just regular whistling. You know what's bad luck? What? Whistling indoors. Oh, fuck. In Russia. So we're, we're all, we're, we're good. All right. Well, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, going know. to a musical? Yeah, let's do Phantom it. Phantom of the Op. Um, you want to go? You want to go? You if it's under $35, I will do it. I did mean you wanted your ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> under $35? <laughs> I think I can make that happen. Okay. All cool. right, let's go. Okay, so I, uh, beep, boop, boop, boop. I'm going to be talking to you about gross and harmful beauty products and oh, practices no. of the past. Just a small Fuck. selection. Well, we did do kind of when I did some poisons. We talked about the one that people would women would put on their face. Oh yeah, there are a bunch of them. Yeah. So just to get your uh, your makeup kits out, everybody. Ooh, get them out. Um, So everything I'm going to read is from uh, earlymodernmedicine.com and the cut and cracked. Just to cite some sources. So reliable. I'm going to read. This is an article from earlymodernmedicine.com that I'm just going to read aloud, and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Okay, great. The beauty products of the early modern woman were a little different to the ones we know today, and in fact, some of them had far more dog in them than should be socially acceptable. 18th century clergyman and poet Jonathan Swift's poem, The Lady's Dressing Room, from 1732. And you all know it by heart, of course. You all know it. Yeah. You know, sing along with me which describes a young woman's bedroom in gruesome detail, is perhaps the most famous example of these canine-themed products. Quote, Their night gloves made of Tripsy's hide, bequeathed by Tripsy when she died, with puppy water, beauty's help, distilled from Tripsy's darling whelp. What? I'll tell you. Just for context, a whelp is a puppy. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. The medicinal use of puppies, known for their moisturizing quality, is detailed in French physician Ambrose Paré's The Method of Curing Wounds by Gunshot from 1617. Why? What? Yeah. It included a recipe for a healing balm that requires boiling two young whelps. What the fuck? The same recipe can be found in Nicholas Culpepper's Pharmacopoeia Londonensis from the late 1600s to make oleum catalorum or oil of whelps. Gross. Quote, what, are, what are they after here? The fat? I, it, they, they use the whole puppy. I don't know. It's got to be the fat, right? They used to put fat on wounds. I know, but this is, I don't get it. It's the whole dog. Weird. Quote, take salad oil, four pound, two puppy dogs newly whelped, earthworms washed in white wine, one pound. Excuse me? (laughs) Boil the whelps till they fall in pieces. Ooh. Then put in the worms a while after. This is a witch's brew. This is a witch's brew. Strain it. Then with three ounces of cypress turpentine and one ounce of spirits of wine, perfect the oil according to art. That's a soup. Yeah, that's a that's a monstrous soup. Yeah. Uh, Culpepper helpfully added that the oil could be used to bathe the limbs and muscles that have been weakened by war- wounds or bruises, in case you weren't sure what to do with boiled worms and puppies. Sorry. This is for when you get a bruise. This is for a, a real tough bruise when you just got to get rid of it, and so you're like, do you know what's I the, know what the worst do. part about this? What? Is that it's probably the hot compress is all they need. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say maybe the turpentine, but I have no idea. Well, I think a hot compress would have put, would have brought white blood cells yeah. to the area and then helped it, helped it on out. Maybe some of that earthworm blood or meat, the meat from the worm. But you're not ingesting any of that. You're not. You're sure not. The fuck? <laughs> is it? Meat that an earthworm is um, made out of? I don't know. <laughs> is it gel? Is it jello? Is it gel Some or kind is of gelatin? You know, um, I, don't, I have no idea. Well, what, what What is the matter of a worm? We'll find out. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so considering their moisturizing quality, these medical recipes made their way into the cosmetic market. No. Dogskin leather was used to make gloves that were then filled with oils to soften the hands. What? That could have been any leather. Any leather. Or anything at all. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's filled with, like, dog oil. Also, the leather, it's, like, it would be better if you used not leather because the leather is going to absorb that oil. And it's absorbing the orals. They didn't know. You fucking dogs. They should have known, but they didn't know. Trench mouthers? Ew. Oh, stop. <laughs> Imagine a trench mouth child with dogskin leather <laughs> dog gloves skin on gloves. and puppy water on it. This is Victorian England or like France or what's going on? This is like the 16 and 1700s. Oh, yeah. Trench mouth was happening. Uh, totally. I believe it's probably just. In Europe. Grossy. Um, but yeah, they can't spare the dogs they, over in the Americas. <laughs> yeah, they, they truly could yeah. not spare the dogs. They're Puritans, And I think too. other they countries can't. were like, we already have figured out that what you're doing is dumb. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Also, they love bruises. They were like, look at this here bruise. Yeah, I, I work like, hard. Let me show off the bruise. I work hard until I, I die. I got in a fight with yeah. my bruise. <laughs> I work hard 
until I die. It's the whole Puritan way. <laughs> um, so writer Margaret Cavendish, Duchess of Newcastle, referred to their use in her poem, A Mock Tale of His Grace. Why were people Duke writing like poems about this? I mean. Wow. I guess it, it's like any poem where they're probably just like, this is a quaint slice of life. We like should make do like poem. a makeup poem book. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I put on my highlighter. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at me go. Um, like, when will I be able to afford Charlotte yeah, Tilbury? Yeah. I know I'm using makeup for the body to cover <laughs> tattoos on my face. It's making me break out, but I'm not going to stop. Will I stop? Never. No. Um, quote, and now those hands, not white as Venus doves, not to preserve, but hide with dog skin gloves. Fuck. In the Tatler, which is a newspaper that's still around in 1710. Like, after Tattletale? Yeah, like Tatlin. Love it. Um, the mock advertisement for a stolen dresser by Isaac Bickerstaff lists, quote, three pair of oiled dogskin gloves amongst other missing cosmetic products. Okay, Gross. and this is where things get really tough. Oh, boy. A product known as puppy water is mentioned in Samuel Pepys' diary in 1664 when he noted that he was, quote, up with some little discontent with his wife upon her saying that she had got and used some puppy dog water, being put upon it by a desire of my Aunt White to get some for her, who hath the mind, unknown to her husband, to get some for her ugly face. Wow. Sick. You know what's insane? Burn. Uh, being able to call it puppy dog water and still use it. Why didn't they name it something like, like, to yeah, me, ambrosia water. To me, that means that they wanted to hurt the dog. They knew what was going yeah. on and they made, relished they, it. They, they made no bones about it. Good no pun intended. But Good truly, one. they were like, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And they took it. Oof. Um, in James Miller's The Man of Taste, Sir Humphrey wrote, these hussies with their salves have a mind to ruin me, I think. There's nothing in the <laughs> whole house the but whites of eggs, puppy dog water, and a thousand other slops that I can't name. Slops? Yep. Egg white masks are coming back. Oh, they're back. They're happening. I love being like, you and your fucking egg white mask These and your stupid like clay charcoal mask and you your puppy dog salve water. hussies are going to be the end of me. Hussies. Okay, so, well, puppy water could refer to urine, best case scenario. Yeah, Because it was seems, often used for removing stains from clothing. Seems harmless if it's pee. Um, the term also refers to actual products. And two cosmetic recipes for puppy water can be found in Mary Doggett's Book of Receipts from 1682 and Mary Evelyn Mundus Mulebris, or The Lady's Dressing Room Unlocked, the recipes are basically as follows. Quote, <clears throat> a fat pig or a fat puppy dog of nine days old and kill it, order it as to roast, no. save the blood and fling away nothing but the guts. Mm. Then take the blood and pig or puppy dog and break the legs and head. What? And with all the liver and the rest of the inwards or either of them, put all into the still if it will hold it to that. Take two quarts of old canary. Two quarts of old canary. What? A pound of unwashed butter, not salted. Excuse me? A quart of snail shells. What the fuck? And also two lemons. The outside peel. Okay, I bet that's the only active ingredient. Yep. Yep. Two lemons. 
at all these, still all these together in a rose water still, either at once or twice, let it drop slowly into a glass bottle in which there be a lump of loaf sugar and a little gold leaf. Yeah, so you fucking boil down. You don't even boil it down. You let the, you let a dog carcass putrefy Mix with and before that butter. You already were rotting some canaries. Two quarts of old canary. Two quarts is a good amount of old canary. A quart of snail shells. Where the fuck are you getting a quart of snail shells? Well, if it's France, they're just saving them. I guess so. From Uh, dinner. From eating. And then you just let it sit until it liquefies. Which just means you're putting putrescence on your face. It drops into a little bottle with a lump of sugar in it and a bit of gold. I would... You rub it all over your face. I would venture a guess. Yeah. That all that was needed was that lemon and the sugar scrub. Yeah, lemon, sugar scrub, maybe a touch of the butter. Maybe a little butter to moisturize. Oh, yeah, sure. And then maybe the snail shell, because it's got some cool minerals in it. Perhaps, yeah. Although it's I, it doesn't say down. they're ground up. I don't think they are. That's true. That's actually Regular true. Shell. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> That's really, really water. difficult to yeah. imagine. Um, I've got a couple more quick bad beauty tips if let's you want. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, this is an old recipe to change the hair of the beard black. Take oil of costus and myrtle of each an ounce and a half. Mix them well in a leaden mortar, adding liquid pitch, clarified juice of walnut leaves, and latinum. Of each half an ounce, gallnuts, black lead, frankincense, each a dram, sufficient quantity of mucilage of gum arabic made with a decoction of gallnuts. This is a charcoal mask for the beard. charcoal mask, but made of lead and laudanum. Yeah. Love. You know what? That's fun. That is fun. That's a good time. fire. That's a good time. Um... Okay, so we have talked uh, a little bit about other poisons. This isn't a poison, but um, in ancient Rome, women used to wear a face powder made of chalk powder, crocodile dung, and white lead to whiten the entire face. Ooh, well, yep. yeah, that was they were getting sick from that. Well, yeah, had to be. Definitely get sick. Um, let's see. Uh, for anybody who's really, really just reeling and disgusted. Mm-hmm. Look at your stuff. They still use animals. Yeah, they still use gross stuff. In all also, of your makeup. so much stuff has um, fucking, what's it called? That is made from whale something. Like, every perfume yeah. has it. Yeah. Um, um, it's the whale. Ambergris. That, yeah. Ambergris. Yeah. I also saw a lot of uh, whale head matter this past week. Oh, yeah. You're in the prime location. For yeah, that. whale in town. Um Really, really disturbing because I think I sent you that skeleton of a whale. Yeah. The skull is just like a a little divot, yeah. and then the whole thing is filled with, like, brain, which is not that big, and fat. Ugh. It's all the fat right. is in the head. Ew. Like when, a, like when a beluga just smushes its head. It's yeah. like, that's all fat, baby. It's just fat. Because it needs to keep it needs to keep itself warm. Yeah, and it's got to stay floaty. Oh, Yeah. But yeah, all this fat was scooped out of that head. Ew. Yeah, when most lipsticks I think still have ambergris in them. Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. Especially like luxury brands. Mhm. Um, oh, ancient Egypt speaking of lipstick, ancient Egyptians had a method of making lipstick that included the use of bromine manite. Um, while bromine is typically a red liquid at room temperature, 
It's more commonly used as a chemical warfare agent and is typically shipped in lead-lined steel drums due to its horrible toxicity. That's tough to hear because yeah. you know that... Remember when I was going swimming and then I got full body hives? Yeah. Was that bromine? That was a bromine Dude. pool. Yeah, it says it can lead to skin burning and over time kidney failure and brain damage in women who used it on oh, the face. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I really... No, no, no. I think you had to be I've constantly really done it. it. I was swimming every single day in a bromine pool. Yeah. I... It took me a year to react to it, too. Okay. Well, just keep an eye on it. Um, I think I'm fine. That was like 10 years ago. Uh, Once lead was no longer used in cosmetics, arsenic took its place. Um, Which, did we talk about this in your poison episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... But remind me. So, basically, women women would make DIY... uh, versions of this but it was also sold uh, it would be used as a complexion miracle product mm. arsenic destroys red blood cells which would lead to pale skin yeah but then also later death but the pale skin was the thing that they wanted mm. um at any cost to add insult to injury if you stop taking or using the arsenic abruptly it would cause your skin to freak out wow and incentivize you to keep using it wow yeah it's kind of like so if you just shady. like suddenly stop using retinol like that i know it fucking sucks um before benzol peroxide mercury mercury was used to cure blemishes did you almost say like i angel? almost no like fucking zach oh Higgins. zach Higgins. mercury mercury I really almost did. Um, <laughs> Italian women used to use deadly nightshades. Oh, yeah, baby. Belladonna, mm-hmm. As an eye drop to dilate their pupils so yeah. they could look doe-eyed. Yeah, we did Obviously, this one, too. That's my favorite one. Belladonna, also, this that was the one where it was like, you kind of hallucinate as well. Yeah, which is fun. I like that one yeah. the most. That's, that's the best one. If yeah. I'm going to try one, it's going to be that. It's going to be that. Um, people went crazy for radium after the Curies discovered it, and that was included in a ton of skin creams. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, yeah. what a mistake. Quote, if placed on the face where the skin has become wrinkled or tired, the radioactive forces immediately take effect on the nerves and tissues. A continuous, steady current of energy flows into the skin, and before long, the wrinkles have disappeared, reads an advertisement for radio chin straps from 1915. No. Um, yeah, I think those are, I think that's all I've got. But yeah, just a, just a couple of examples of, Real bad ideas of what to put on your wow. face. Wow. It Most reminds me of, I mean, dog water. puppy dog water is the worst thing in the yeah. world. I can also tell you from firsthand experience, dog pee does not do anything to your skin. No. I've walked Neither into does it. dog carcass. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know God, about dog stop. carcass, but I did walk into dog pee and it Listener, washed over me. I don't even know if you know about this, but yeah. It was the worst. Really got... New York City is covered in piss. Tough I'll part tell you of what. deal on that. Um, yeah, really the raw end of the yeah. sidewalk. Um, I, I think that all of this is still happening in one way or the, or another today. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of poison stuff that we put on our bodies. A lot of Reminds makeup, me of cheap early makeup fillers. gets recalled for asbestos. Mm-hmm. As, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Early fillers. People were mixing like fucking concrete in. Insane. Like, uh, Early implants. Foam. Yep. Current implants. If you get them from the wrong area. Yeah. A lot of stuff is uh, not great. You know what I think? What? I'm going to make a wrinkle-causing cream. Ooh. What'll, what'll be in it? Hmm. That's Voicemail's a, that's telling the, you that you're late for a thing. Yeah, it's just like a <laughs> some kind of, I don't know, face-drying lotion? Yeah, yeah. Probably a face-drying and, like, 
Something that'll strip all of the nutrients out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, actually. I think they haven't... I don't think anybody really knows. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll make a gravity know. hat, and that'll help. So, like, you, <laughs> you put on that, and then it just makes more gravity. You know what you should also do? Make a thing that can clip onto the chin to drag it down. Also yeah, gobbler maker. Yeah, gobbler yeah. maker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and while you're at it, get two guys that hook under your chin and then under your eyes to drag those down so yeah. they're real baggy. You can also do this thing where you could just get two clay, two mm-hmm. pieces of clay, and yep. just put them right here. You could. Also, you could get you could make a scruncher, so it's like a scrunchie that goes like this. That's really good too. Pulls your face into the middle. It pulls mm-hmm. your whole face into the middle of your face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I should also make some kind of um, cool face tattoo. Like a temp tat that Wrinkle. just does crow's feet. Yeah. On either side. That's great. Yeah. I think you could honestly do an art installation at a modern art gallery of this. Of selling um, anti-cosmetics? Yep. All right. Well, if anybody out there has a connect, I'm ready to go. I, I pretty much up. have the entire yeah. the entire show ready. Let's do it. It'll yeah. be beautiful. I'm going to do it like as a, a whole snake oil salesman. Yeah, so and then actually sell thing, them so yeah. that people will be like, oh, I'm buying art. I love Gravity art. Hat is the one thing I need some technology for. I need some engineers to help me with Gravity I Hat. I think as long as you balance like out like the weight around the hat. Yeah. You know, we'll the weight work around on the hat. Also, I need probably some wind inside the hat. Oh, you think just, so? Like, the, well, the point of it is that I want some kind of force dragging your skin down. Yeah, yeah. So I think something like, I mean, a, a weighted hat would be a great way to cause hunchbacks, which mm-hmm. is another thing. True, that's a whole different true. product. Yeah. Um, but, but gravity hat, that's just for when you want your face to fall down. Okay, got it. So it's an anti-facelift kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it would have to push your face down. I mean, aside from skin grafting, just extra skin under your face, I don't know what the solution would be. to. Don't even start, dude. That reminds me of Tusk, and I can't. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. It's tusk. Oof. Um, do you have a spooky thing? for You know, me? I do, and yeah. I I kind of went the predictable route. What? I love the predictable. And route. I did some crepe crab ghosts. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my god, there have to be just so many. It is very old, full of old things. Yeah. Sandwich, the town of Sandwich, mm-hmm. which I loved, and I also love the food of Sandwich. Sure. Uh, I think it might have, it might be like the oldest town maybe in the entire country. How? Um, it's near Plymouth. Okay. So that might be why. Sure. Maybe it's the oldest town in Massachusetts. I don't know. But um, it was adorable. And that's also where the mill was with the corn man. Oh, okay. This sounds like your kind of place. Oh, boy, is it. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. Also, the Heritage Museum and Gardens. Aw, mm-hmm. beautiful. That's where I saw those baby turkeys. Oh my god, I love them. They were so 25 tiny. 25 baby turkeys. So little. So, so little. Also, my mom so got downy. too close to one of the moms, one of the mom turkeys, and she was Did like, she honk at <laughs> Yeah, it was really insane and scary, and they hissed at us. <gasps> oh yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. Got but I love them. Raptor claws. Boy, do I love them. Yeah. Um, god, I love them. Crib, crib, ghosts. Many police reports have been filed over the years regarding the Dillingham house in Main Street. Sandwich. Yes. Did I see this house? Yeah. I sure did. Wow. Built in 1650. Holy shit. That is really old. Yeah. Oh, this is is from like hauntedcapecod.com. Like basically places 
online like that. It has serious haunted credentials in age alone. That's that's real. Yeah. But the structure also housed two deaths that left children orphaned. Branch Dillingham. And let me tell what you a name. There are a lot of crazy names. I saw in I think it's Nantucket, they or I forget if it's there or Martha's Vineyard, they have like they name houses after like shipwrecks that have like come ashore and the name of the ship has come yeah. ashore. Or they just like had the captain's name on the um on oh, the house. The blank blank house. Yeah, or just like Captain Whoever's house. Yeah. There was a captain whose first name was Consider. <gasps> I fucking love And names there was like a man that. whose grave I found whose first name was Burden. Oh, that's so tough. I know, no, I know. But I really like the idea of naming somebody just like a thing you can be. Yeah. Like I name this child Fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I name this, ti- this child tiredness. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tired, tiredness. Yeah, like old-fashioned patience, constants, yeah. those kind of names. Yeah. But misery. burden and consider. That's consider. a fucking verb. Like, what's going on there? Consider is so good. I name this child. I name this child. Strolling. Look. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. But this man's name is Branch Dillingham. Good one. Said to have committed suicide in the home, leaving behind his wife, who died just weeks later. Oh, Guess sad. how many kids they had? Nine. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Visitors should keep an eye out for moving rocking chairs, which yep. I did see a lot Classy. of. Which didn't have any visible occupants, obviously. And also lifting door latches, which is That's way scary. scarier yeah. to me than, like, a door, just a door opening. Because if you see a latch, a latch just lift up. Like, looks and then, like a cartoon of being like, Ooh. Yeah, and then, like, you can't, gravity can't, you know, since gravity is the theme, theme of the episode, sure. you can't, a latch don't do it on its own. A latch don't do it on its own. It's a heavy latch. Mm-mm. Yeah, especially an old time, a heavy latch. Yeah. The Wood Duck Inn, 1050, County Road and Bourne, in the village of Katomet is secretly noted for the presence of only one ghost, a gentle elder lady. She has appeared only a few times, usually sitting quietly at the foot of a guest's bed. Oh, <laughs> no. Reportedly also turns off the lights from time to time, just like, good night. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to my house. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's one. 1855, Captain William Burgess died while aboard the famed clipper ship Challenger. So that, Oof, you know. Bad precedent. You don't name anything yet. No, you really should stop. They shouldn't know. He left behind a widow who survived another 63 years, which is crazy because, you know, that's basically life expectancy then, and received over 50 proposals for marriage. (gasps) Must be fucking nice. Wow. Denying all of them. Oh. I I love to picture. should have accepted one. I love to picture her being like, my husband's dead. Like, no, I won't. No, I simply I won't. won't. I won't. No, Their homestead, won't. known as the uh, Burgess or Burgess House, 1603 Main Street, Brewster, is still known to harbor a spirit, perhaps that of the wife. 
Past owners of the home have remarked that artwork and adornments are sometimes rearranged, which happened to my mom's house in Fairfield. Oh, my God. And we know for a fact that the woman died there that owned the home. Oh, stop. Yeah. So spooky. Uh, well, what happened, I think I told you, is the artwork would it just... would be facing the wall, right? It would be off the wall, face down, and all the way, like, oh, flush yeah, right. to yeah, the yeah. wall. So it couldn't have fallen that way. Um, Yeah. Footsteps sometimes heard where there should be none. Mm-hmm. The Penny House Inn. Uh-oh, footsteps. Hello. 4885 um, US Route 6 in Eastham. I went to all of these places, by the way. Is another name in local haunts. Multiple guests have noted a friendly goodnight ghost. Oh, what does that mean? Who whispers to them at night oh, and rearranges their stuff. Fuck that. One person said that, quote, bottles of sparkling water I had placed in the room-sized refrigerator began exploding. I would be so pissed. The temperature control had mysteriously reset to full cold. Those that want to see a more haunted Cape Cod should go to um, Islands Paranormal Research Society. So, um, Cape and Islands Paranormal Research Society, CAI, PRS. There's a lot of Papers. tours that they do. I didn't get to do one, but it's cool. Man, and a local go did found it. Um, so here's another one. This comes out of Dennis. Again, I went to all these places. Yeah. But I didn't see a single ghost. It's okay. It's not your fault. Yeah. I went in day. It's the ghost fault. I went in day. True. That'll hinder it. Where it's believed that Captain Roland Kelly haunts his former home at 480 Main Street. Reports from this beautiful Victorian home include the sound of footsteps on the stairs and a doorknob being rattled. Ooh, I don't like that. A young resident of the home reported seeing a man standing at the edge of her bed staring intently at her. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, and she also, when they were like, search the place for a person, she was like, no, 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 no. He was transparent. (gasps) Yeah. Also, this is from a different article, and they also mentioned the Dillingham House and how everybody knows that the latches, like, basically go on their own, uh-huh. which is so, so no, no, scary. No. The Orleans Inn Ooh. is so haunted. Also, the Orleans is so rich. Everyone the is Orleans. a giant house. <laughs> that it was featured on the television program Ghost Hunters and the Sci-Fi Channel. Yes. The ghost hunters made a special visit to the inn, and indeed, their research revealed evidence. Nice. Unexplained shadows and voices in empty rooms. That's pretty good evidence. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, so, who are the ghosts? The yeah. wander the halls of the Orleans Inn? Well. Believed to be three ghosts. Okay. Hannah, a lady of the night. So, I guess a sex worker. Oh, lady of the night, yeah, I guess sure. they're just not brave enough to say she was a sex worker who lived in the building when it was run as a, yeah, brothel in the 20s. Yeah, okay. Was reportedly murdered there one evening. Joining her Sad. is Fred, a bartender who hanged himself in the home's cupola in Sad. the 50s. Cupola? Cupola, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cupola. And rounding out the cast of ghosts is Paul. <laughs> 
dishwasher who took his life in the basement of the inn. I would do anything to watch a sitcom about these three ghosts. Oh, man. I would love that. Yeah, three cape ghosts. That would be the best. Name it the cape Orleans Inn. In a, in a ritzy old hotel. One of them's a Come fun on. brothel ghost. One of them is just a bartender. And then yeah. one of them is a dishwasher. I love it. I'm already signed let's up write to watch. it. Yeah. It is pilot season in January, let's so let's do just it. do it. All right, we're doing it. All right, great. Who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? Who who or who are you? Um, I'll do the dishwasher. All right, he seems fun. Well, I want to be Fred, so we need to find a Hannah. Oh, okay. And we're casting and is we open, everyone. Email us today. Give me your give me your your cup. Yeah, email us, uh, headshot and resume, please, if you can. Let us know if you have any um, stage combat experience. That's just for me to know. That's just for fun. I also, we we need uh, two contrasting contemporary monologues. (laughs) 16 bars of a uh, rock pop song. we are going to need you to do an exercise where you realize that your partner (laughs) is a skeleton. (laughs) We can talk about that oh, later. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll also put it on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Guys, needless to say, I was real shocked today <laughs> preparing for my acting classes I'm teaching this semester. So, uh, should you stop by, listen for footsteps, look for doors opening and closing by themselves, candles being lit with no one in sight. That's, That's a, a fun great one. one. Yeah, I, I love, love that. that. Really good. Oh, I don't Especially in a fun old seaside yes, inn. I'd be like, thank just you. Like, whoosh, whoosh, a crandle. I would be like, my boyfriend's here. Room five, you may catch a glimpse of Hannah's, Hannah dancing around the room. I love her. I love her, too. I can't believe she was killed. She was so fun. Justice for her. So I mainly went to Nantucket, which is, like, kind of far away from Cape Cod in that you need to take a high-speed ferry, and it's still an hour. So if you take the regular one, it's two hours. Yeah. I went there literally just because of the Coffin family. Oh, my God. And I went to the oldest house in Cape Cod that was Edgar Coffin? Edward Coffin? Edwin? No. I don't know, but it was somebody Coffin. Let's say Ed. It probably wasn't either of those names. But it was a coffin, and he was given the house by his dad for a wedding gift and it was considered a mansion. And honestly, it's a pretty sizable, it's a sizable house for now time. Yeah. So you just imagine back yon? Of course. But then That's he had a, a relative, Jared Coffin. Never trusted Jared. Never. We learned that the hard way through sandwiches. <laughs> house on Nantucket is also believed to be haunted. So this isn't the big salt box. It's like a different house that okay. I also did see. Three-story mansion. It is gorgeous. Built by Mr. Coffin. You can't be named Coffin and not haunt. Mr. Coffin. Prosperous ship owner for his wife, but they did not stay long and sold the mansion shortly after it was completed. All right. It's believed that he just, like, finished it and then was like, I I really would like to be closer to Boston. But did Mr. Coffin return to the home after his death? On cool evenings when the fireplace is lit. Man, I can't wait for that. Ooh, yeah. Cool evenings. Mm. Mm. One may find a rocking chair. Again, rocking chair. Next to the fireplace, rocking slowly back and forth. Don't put a rocking chair if your house if you're not ready for it to rock back and forth. Yeah, that's On its automatically going to happen. It's believed that he returns to the spot to warm up in the evenings. That's cute. There's also stories of a Puritan female ghost. Critical of unmarried couples who share oh, a room. Okay. Yeah. You're freaking beeswax. Yeah. Honey. Accounts have stated that this apparition will pull the covers off 
off these couples while they sleep. Wow. Also, this article then goes, hmm, could these tales be true? Well, you tell me, article. I don't know. Uh, This one's from Martha's Vineyard. Cute. Which, there's not any vineyards there. Why is it called that? I think there were wild grapes on it once. Oh, okay. And I know that it's named after the person that, I'm I'm not going to say discovered, because I'm sure there were people on it already, but basically took it. Mm-hmm. I think he named it after his infant daughter, which is very sweet. Yeah, okay. So, you know, I'll give him that. The house known as Windy Gates. Ooh, haunting. That haunting. A, that's a spooky name. Located in the woods, just a few feet from, here we go, Wacopsit Cliffs in Chilmark. That was great. I don't know. Was a grand estate. Ooh, I also did see the Chappaquiddick Bridge. Ooh. I did try to solve the entire thing. Yeah, but did you? No. Okay. They wouldn't even let me near because well, you need to pay to get over there. Uh, was a grand estate owned by the Sanford family in the 1890s. Sadly, tragedy struck the family in the form of poverty and a string of mysterious deaths. This doesn't... Um, a lot of people on, like, Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket were impoverished after a while because, like, whaling stopped. Yeah, that and, doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, all of their industry changed. So, uh, a lot, also a lot of people, like, the... Men then that went to war just didn't come back because they were like, yeah. there is literally nothing for me there. Um, and they sent like 300 or so yeah. every time. <laughs> and it, there's not a lot of people Aww, that live there. That's sad. Yeah. Um, poverty and a string of mysterious deaths, including the death of Mr. Sanford, their daughter, and a family friend. Mrs. Sanford left the estate never to return. People claim that it went claim clam. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> People claim that at Windy Gates, there are inexplicable sights and sounds. Lights turning on and off. Voices heard when nobody's around. Mm-hmm. Apparitions have been seen in and around the house. A man dressed in clothing from early centuries lingers in the home and on the grounds. What? Yeah. There have been... Um, it's also so unsettling every time that a ghost is only described as wearing old clothes because you know that... When the person sees it, for a while, they're they're like, that's a person. Yeah. And then they're like, what is this person wrong. wearing? Yeah, yeah. Because if that's the only way they describe it, they're like, he was then very close like, from the past. He was just a normal guy. Until. But, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh, I don't like it. It's that thing of being around something and. Not realizing then realizing that it's weird. Yeah, being like, I sat next to somebody on the train for 20 minutes before, like. They disappear. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm, tough. Also been sightings of the ghost of a woman who threw herself off the cliffs upon learning that her husband, who was a ship. Who was a ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did misspeak. <laughs> no, that was right. Who is a ship? I mean, now I'm very stressed this week because my husband, who is a ship, is doing his job. It's so funny because ships weather. are always considered women, too, in a way. It's like, my husband, this ship. My husband is this ship, and he's got a big job was to do. a ship. <laughs> okay, so he was a ship. He was on a ship. <laughs> and he died at sea. He ah! was a ship. No, he was a ship and he died at sea by crashing. 
Died at sea due to waves. Yes, due to waves. In a way, the husband was the ship all along. I mean, yeah, if my ship husband died, I'd also throw myself off a cliff because I'd be like, I married you because you can never die, ship husband. I know. I'd be like, I'm coming to find pieces of you. (laughs) We're going to carve children together. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Who was a ship? Boy, boy, boy. Who was a ship? Her husband was a ship. Who was a ship, as you know. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) We're going on to Barnstable Village. This is where I was staying. Oh, yeah, I know Barnstable. Barnstable House was originally built in 1713 in, oh boy, Situate, and moved to its current location. Situate. Thank you. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, Above a freshwater spring in 1716. There have been reports over the years of 11 distinct spirits dwelling inside the building's walls. Shit. Most famous of these is a little girl known as Lucy. The story, every ghost child is Lucy. Yeah. The story is that while chasing a ball, which no. is rolled down into the basement, no. she fell into the spring and tragically drowned. I find it hard to believe that anybody's ever chased a ball. I know that mm-hmm. they have, and I know that I probably have, but the image of a child chasing a ball is just so much. I know, but that's the kind of dumb thing I would do still to this day. Like, I'm playing with a toy balloon. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you're, like, focused on one point and just, like, not... You got your blinders on. You want the toy. I've done it. I know. Just many the idea times. of a child being like, I love my ball. I'm yeah. always playing with my ball. It is very, very Classic. sad. Um, it was a it was in a Ghost Hunters episode. Mm. Barnstable House. On the other end of the cape... Okay, so they don't tell me about the 11 other ghosts, by the way. That's... <laughs> Sad. She's the cool young one. The other ones yeah. don't matter. Yeah, it's it's she's the it's most relatable. She is the most relatable. We have to stand. Um, this one's an unsolved like murder. Ooh. Okay, the lady in the dunes. <gasps> On July twenty sixth, nineteen seventy four. The mutilated, decomposing body of an unidentified woman was discovered in the dunes near an access road along the Dunes Edge campground in Provincetown. Ooh. Here's where it gets even worse. She had teeth removed, her hands amputated. No. And she was nearly decapitated. That was a chimp. A chimp did that. A chimp could have done it. More than 40 years later, suspects have come and gone, but none have been charged, while the victim has still been yet to be identified. Ooh, oh my god, wow. There have been numerous theories and rumors which have not been verified, but, you know, you can go look those up, everyone. I'm not going to get into them. There's so many. Damn. Um, but her remains are buried at the St. Peter's Cemetery in Provincetown in a grave marked unidentified female body found Race Point Dunes. I still think it was a chimp. There's no... I mean, that's probably one of the suspects. Who else? Who who else would take I like to hands? think that, like, you know, they're like, the unsub could have been a male, late 30s, chimp, late 10s, mm-hmm. something. Could have been a jealous, jealous lover. It could have been a, hmm. a, a, a former co- chimp. colleague. It could have been a, 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 well, a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. It could have been a... Could I have suppose been a, a humanzee. Uh, jealous husbandship. Yeah. The most unique of all Cape Cod graves, though, Ooh. speaking of graves... Might be Thomas Ridley. Don't try to find it, though. Or I guess maybe I say do try to find it. Yeah, please. Because his grave, it lies deep in the woods in North Truro 
among the pines mm. and trees and brush. Why this odd location? Well, in 1776, good year. Yeah, classic year. Mr. Ridley died of smallpox. <laughs> wow. Okay. I like to think he like found out the news before he went. But yeah, he was like, yay. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just died. Fearing a possible spread of the illness, his body was buried far away from the rest of the population. That's, I mean, yeah. Fair, you, but that, still That sad. was correct, too. Yeah. Today, the grave could be considered the most difficult spot to find on the entire Cape. Is it unmarked? The march through the heavily wooded area behind Montano's restaurant leave little room for error, Probably with the headstone being roughly the same color as its surroundings and not even a foot tall. Mm. Um, you could basically just go adventuring into the woods to find the grave, and it's fun. That does sound fun, especially mm-hmm. after you've had a big old frazzled seafood Lunch or Denny? Mm-hmm. One fun thing I want to tell you, 59 North Water Street, former Daggett House Inn. Um, there's an inn that's now a private residence, but when it was an inn, it had a secret room mm. adjacent to the dining mm. room. Yeah. you can, And people say that you can still feel the presence of two brothers and their dog in the house. Ooh, spooky. A dog goes. It's very fun. Dog goes. Yeah. I have a couple more, but like they're not that fun. Give me one more. Oak Bluffs Ghost. Oh, yeah. Corbin Norton House, Ocean Park. This house had burned down twice, which... Eh, okay, when I did Resurrection Mary, what if we, we learned learn if it burns down twice. It if, if it don't burns down. rebuild it. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Ghost what Hunter's, do you think is going to happen? Ghost Hunter extraordinaire Holly Nadler says it's no coincidence that it burned down twice. She knows. Um, sisters Julie and Lulu Danzel were behind the oh boy. well-documented string of 1894 Oak Bluffs arsons. Wow, ladies. We need to look into that. Wow. Um, and their spirits still linger on the island. For more Amazing. on the ghostly details, I'm going to check out the Gazette's account. We really should. Um, Julie and Lulu Danzel... That's amazing. Incredible. I love them. I really love them. Just yeah. lighting houses on fire. Really, really sad because a lot of things burned forever. Oh, well, like uh, old libraries and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a little less cool, but yeah, that's a tough. It's a tough that's thing. A tough one. You know, surrounded by water, you'd think, mm. but no. And well. that's my ghost. Oh, I do have one more fun thing to tell you. Oh, please do. Today I found out an incredible. News. What is that? What could it possibly You know be? how there's like the Hippocratic Oath and the Presidential Oath oaths? and all these oaths? Different kinds of oaths, yeah. You know what else there is? What? There's a magician's oath. <gasps> Can you tell me? Does it yeah. include I'm, not spilling I'm going to take it right now. I'm going to take the magician's okay. oath right now. As a magician, I promise never to reveal the secret of any illusion <gasps> to a non-magician. Unless that one swears to uphold the magician's oath in turn. Okay, I swear. Tell me. I promise never to perform any illusion for any non-magician without first practicing the effect until I can perform it well enough to maintain the illusion of magic. Fair enough. It's where the oath ends. That's the whole oath? Yeah. It's, so I the oath is, I'm not going to tell my secret and I'm not going to do I'm magic until I'm good at magic. Yeah. Okay. Look, if I had to guess... What is what is the hardest promise that Chris Angel could make? I would say, well, it's got to be really hard for him to promise not to tell how he does the tricks. Yeah, because you would think that when he brings a bodacious 
babe. Oh my god. Back to his penthouse at the hard rock. No, he probably that he's fucking dying uh, to tell her. I don't know. Do you feel like he she's like, tell me and he's like, no. No, I'm sure that he is like, nah. But I'm sure in his heart he's like I, 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 I took I an oath. Tell you. I took an oath. I know. I took an oath, babe. Took an oath. I took an oath in that way and in a lot of other ways. I took an oath and similar. someday Johnny Christopher will yeah, take Johnny an oath. Christopher's gonna take it and that way I'm a lot like a firefighter if you do mm. think about it. I'm like the president or a doctor. Similar to a doctor, firefighter, <laughs> police. To a doctor. Um, in a lot of ways, I'm the Statue of Liberty. In a, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, I'm a ship and a chimp. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I'm a ship husband. I'm a ship, but I'm also the chimp that what killed that woman. <laughs> but you know what? If there's one thing I'm really oh. good at, it's practicing. I'm going to make an oath right now that this fall semester, which starts next week, mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring up Travis the Chimp. I haven't been able Good to make luck. this promise four semesters in a row. I, on that note, I do need you to tell everybody just to whisper oh more boy. about the exercise. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna read the whole exercise. Yeah. As a lot of you listeners know, I am an actor and a teacher of acting, mm-hmm. and I want to preface this by saying that I believe in the pursuit of acting and the craft strongly. Yeah, for sure. And yet, some things are just bonkers. Mm -hmm. I am going to do this exercise. You have to. At least for myself. I was reading books today to find stuff to teach my students this year, and I found this. Here's the exercise, everyone. Look at a partner. Study him or her well. Feel your partner's face with your hand. Imagine your partner at half his or her age. At half again that age. Imagine your partner is four years old, is two years old, as a naked infant, as a naked adolescent. Mm -mm. Realize that your partner was a naked adolescent. It's illegal. It's illegal. Imagine your partner at double his or her age. At 85. Look beneath your partner's skin at the skull. Feel your partner's skull. Imagine your partner dead, lying in a shallow grave. Imagine your partner as a skeleton. Realize that your partner will become a skeleton. (laughs) That is in capital letters, that part. Back away from your partner so that several yards separate you. Envision your partner's birth-to-death cycle. Imagine, in fantasy, relationships between your partner and persons in your family. Or persons close to you. Or you yourself at different ages. On signal, approach and hug your partner. The end. The end. Uh, That's psychotic and... Wow. Realizing that your partner will become a skeleton (laughs) is quite a direction to give a person. Also, the fact that it is in capital letters in this book. Right. And then uh, it's not like, picture them as a skeleton. It's realize realize that your partner will inevitably inevitably become a skeleton. Mm -hmm. It's also crazy that I myself read this because that is my whole thing. Mm -hmm. Is that we're all returning to skeleton form. 
Yeah. Well, from skeleton we were made, and to skeleton we will return. Needs to teach you to realize that with everyone you meet, that they are going to be a skeleton. Do you know what? I do. What? I do bring up skeletons almost every day in my acting classes and in all all my classes. So you're you're already primed for this exercise. You were there for my freaking corporate thing where I brought up bones. Boy, was I. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You can't not. Skeletons are everywhere. <laughs> if you think about it, they're overrunning the earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this point, skeletons outnumber meat. There to, are more skeletons yeah. on the planet than almost anything else. The meat to skeleton ratio, it's got to be like. The on the ground plus the skeletons walking around Five everywhere? skeleton to one meat. Not, I'm not talking just human, but human and animal skeletons in the ground. Oh, boy, I didn't even consider in animal the soil, skeletons. Walking around everywhere, flying in the air. Man, oh, man, under oh, the man. ocean. Mm. Inside, probably some bugs. Love it. Maybe. Maybe. I just no, love to bugs. know about that. Um, also, you know what? We're going to save this. What? But we have a fun lake to tell you all about, and I want Seisha to be there with us. Ooh, okay, okay. Remember the one she, she sent us? I'm going to have to go back and look. I'll give you a, a clue. Okay. Skeletons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Long day. I can't believe that clue Long worked. <laughs> Genuinely, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get it because okay, we just talked about skeletons. skeletons. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, her oh. ship. Her ship husband. My ship husband. Her husband who was a ship. You know what you would hate to have? Your chimp husband accidentally bored your ship husband not knowing that's who it was. Oh, my God. What a love triangle that would be. And then you're, like, uh, waving on shore, and they're like, she's waving to me. Those are two other characters in the Orleans Inn, our our sitcom that we're making. Yeah, a ship docks and comes into the the hotel. I love that so much. And then separately a chimp comes in, and you find out they're both there for a a date with the same woman. Wow. Okay. Tough to hear that. Wow, 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 wow. What's your tip? Um, what is my tip? I guess it's realize that your partner will become a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> so your partner will be. That's the tip. Of, that's the overall yeah, tip. Yeah. I think it's that, like, unless you super research what is in what you're putting on and in your body in every sense... Um, you're probably either applying or ingesting some really fucking gross stuff. So look into it, even just for fun, even if you don't intend on changing it. Also, like, don't put it, anything dead on your face. Don't put a carcass on your face. Mm-mm. You shouldn't don't do that. wear dog glove leather, dog leather gloves. Ugh. I'd say probably find a leather alternative if you can anyway. Yeah, I mean, that would be really nice. that great? Um, yeah, I would say research your cosmetics. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you? Um, I also want to add to throwaway cosmetics that are too old. Yeah, definitely do that. Or ones that you've used, like, before you had, like, uh, any kind of, like, eye infection or anything. Yeah. Don't use those anymore. Oh, yeah. You got to get rid of them. Don't buy makeup from Claire's. Don't do that. No. No, no, no. Um, I think that my... Tip is obviously realize that your partner will yeah, be a skeleton. Of course. Um, 
a good thing to do in any room is to walk in. If you're nervous, just That's know right, everybody no, has a skeleton inside. Yeah. So we're all equal. Try not to get way. overwhelmed by thinking about how many skeletons there are and how they vastly outnumber us. That comforts me. So I will think more about that. Okay. Um, I think my tip would inevitably be just because you go to a beach place doesn't mean there isn't terrifying history. Oh, for sure. And uh, if anything, there's more. You could go relax area. on a beautiful beach, mm-hmm. or you could go learn about trench mouth. And what you do is up to you. But I will tell you this: the answer is clear. I met a man named Lou who told me about corn for an hour and a half. Can I get the that flag. in New York City? No, flag should be corn. No, he did lead with the American flag should be corn. Then went into a thirty-minute. No I don't either. Thirty minutes on the war on corn. He did offer me an internship. I asked him when they were hiring for paying jobs, and he laughed. Well, sure, he's a corn man. He's a corn man through and through. <laughs> he, I think, was ninety-five years old, uh, and he is in a lot of ways my chosen family. Yeah, that's your that's your yeah. man. Right yeah. There. Oh yeah. And boy, do I have a surprise for you coming up later this week. Stop. Oh a corn God. surprise. Stop it. I'm not ready. You're ready. You, you were born ready. Oh, man. Yep. Oh, man. All right, I listeners. Um, well, email us. Uh, email us your um, acting reel. <laughs> and what did we say? Yeah, I need a headshot and res. Yep. Um, if you can send us a, a self-tape of yeah, yeah. just two contrasting monologues and 16 bars of a song. Show us you doing a like a jovial, carefree, whimsical dance. Remember like that the spirit. parts we are casting are Hannah, a uh, fun mm-hmm. brothel girl yeah, that yeah. likes to dance and make candles happen, yep. husbandship, yep. and chimpanzee. And a chimp who's a scorned, a scorned chimp. Scorned chimp. Scorned ape. And mm-hmm. he is come there to eat your hands. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously a wonderful, loyal husbandship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A really solid as a rock ship. Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, some kind of cantankerous old, like, groundskeeper for the hotel. So, yeah. There will be bit parts we haven't fleshed out yet. Yeah, and you know what? Even if you get, get cast as a day player, I mean, if you impress us, Maybe we'll expand the role. Who knows? Yeah, of course. There's always room for growth. Yeah, the writers write for what's interesting, okay? Yeah, we respond to what the viewers like. All right. So if they like you, then they like you, make the role bigger. Like, yeah, we're going to ask you back. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. We'll be in Thank touch. Thank you. We'll be in touch. This was really nice. It was nice meeting you. It was really great. To, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not going to shake your hand. Sorry, I don't shake hands. I don't want to get, get sick. sick. Yeah. Yeah, James, so. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, well. I just got very sad inside. <laughs> going through and I've I go through every single on, day. An audition, but yeah, it's a hard place to be. <laughs> um, everybody, thank yeah. you so much. I know we've been a little bit slapdash uh, this past summer, it's but you know summer. what? It's a summer. It's a summer. Okay, we're having fun. We're surfing. We're we're surfing. eating snow cones. We're. Uh, getting a, a, a rich, lustrous tan. Mm. I'm just collecting uh, freckles and burns. Yeah, no, I don't know. We're not doing any of that. Um, but Email us at that's uh, Spirit Podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Follow us at SpiritPod on Twitter and that's Spirit Podcast on Instagram. Yule. Um, yeah, we love you so much. We love you. And we'll see, see you, you in hell. hell. Bye bye. bye.